it's hop in your tardises. You're listening to another episode of Doctor. Huh? Huh? <laughs> I thought Arya Stark was from Game of Thrones. <laughs> you know, I feel bad for Macy Williams that that's that's how I view her as an actress. But you know, that's taken up with David Benioff and D.V. Weiss. Um, say? This this week we're watching. I'm Sam. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm me. <laughs> nice, I'm Sam and I'm a Leo, which means I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> I'm Jordan and I'm me, and this week we have a, a, a very special guest. Introduce yourself, guest. Hey, what's up? I'm, it's me, Roy, and I'm a lion man. I don't know. Sam, you took my fucking thing. Oops, sorry, it's Roy from Sicko and Ebert and Zato Trap House and That's more. That's me, and more. It's from your, podcasts. It's Roy from podcasts. The Kathy uh, Bates of the Kathy Bates this... of podcasting, as they once called me. Kathy Bates. Roy, what have you seen Doctor Who before? I or have seen. This, your... this is my first exposure to an entire episode of Doctor Who. The only. Oh. Yeah, what I had before this was cultural osmosis from like 2012 Tumblr mm-hmm. and uh, all the clips that are in the H Bomber guy Sherlock video. So. <laughs> oh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Not a great. Not a great track right not a great uh, level of exposure i mean this is not the worst uh this is not the worst episode of doctor no 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 No, i mean creature in it (laughs) um and that episode in particular is episode six of series nine nice Nice. um which is called the woman who lived which is the sequel it's not a two-parter, but it's like a sequel. Okay, which is... first, this is our this episode was written by Catherine Tregenna and directed by Ed Basilgett. This is our first episode of Series 9 that we've watched. And yeah, it looks like Series 9, it's not two-parters, but it's all like pairs of episodes, seemingly. It's all like, I know that, that sounds... The Girl Who Died, the... <laughs> the Woman Who Lived, Hellbent, Heaven Sent, like, etc. Uh, it sounds immensely like we're splitting hairs being like... It's not a two-parter, it's but, just a pair of episodes But it's not together. It's not a two-parter. Like, this is a whole self-contained story following up on another self-contained story. Which yeah, we did I not watch. I feel like I got the gist. Right. I, I feel like I got the gist of what happened in the last yeah, episode sure. through context clues. Um, but even, even though I, like, understood it, I didn't particularly, like... I was, I was nodding along, but I don't think I was really enjoying... The ride. It per has se. some interesting ideas, like what if Arya Stark became cringe? Right. It had some ideas of like, what if a person never died? How would that affect them? What and if you got so the, old that you became really annoying? What if what would the doctor like sympathize with you? And would the doctor take any responsibility for um, him directly doing that to you? And would the doctor like honor your request? That is seemingly a pretty reasonable request. And the answer is that uh, now. And what if you told um, jokes so vo- so vulgar what that if- they didn't? execute you in your execution what if, what if when you're about to be hu- uh, hanged you just get like a tight five to do just to really work the crowd <laughs> to make as many just... dick jokes as it takes to win your freedom <laughs> that's how you do your, it what if your fate is determined via the applauseometer <laughs> it was invented laugh, for that purpose yeah, what did everyone theater. think of this episode though generally eh. What if Arya Stark was a badass it. girl lady who dressed uh, dressed up like man? That's Arya really, Stark. That's yeah, the plot of Game of Thrones. The, yeah. That's not the character. 
I, I really have, I really, Macy Williams is just one of those people that I, I have trouble with. You know, I'm, I've, I've only, I've only ever seen her in da 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 da. Uh, and I'm sure she, she, I mean, she's a good actress, but I don't know, I don't know if it was the writer's fault for making her too much like an epic girl boss, Arya Stark, but I just was like, that's not, this is, this is not a character that is, this is Arya Stark. I'm yeah. sorry. She's backflipping. She's doing the stunts. She's got a little lightsaber. She's even. She's almost doing the Arya Stark thing of like a girl is no one. Yes, yeah. Yeah. She, she keeps saying it's like called- I am not a shielder. I am me. I am me. I my name is me. Literally, me. call me me. Yeah, I my me strawberry eggs. It's very like it gets old very fast. It's like it yeah. was old to begin As with. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. And she was, when you think I mean, about it, I, I think she got old at the age of which a person gets old. But then she was just, you know, the actually, same. yeah, she gets old very, very slowly. You're right, very slowly. Um, um, also, <laughs> I felt, I felt cruel. It feels mean for me to say it, but uh, when <laughs> because I, because I only know Macy Williams for Game of Thrones, and I was and when the episode I was watching the episode I was like oh this was back when Macy Williams was still a child (laughs) well she was I I did have to look up her age because they did make her kiss an old man (laughs) yeah and like she talks about having her own children and I was like wait what I know I said no you didn't no you didn't oh she was she was David Benioff and D.B. Weiss's favorite age yeah and by the time you turn this age you definitely want to what was the fucking post whatever by the time you're uh, 18 uh, in Westeros. Cure the Black, cure the black Death. <laughs> once, you're, once you're old enough to show top of be, butt on Game of Thrones. Be epic. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's a it's a 12th Doctor episode. We got we got Peter Capaldi here. He's, he's being pretty up, funny. I liked him in this episode. Was, what else is well, new? <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was pretty freaked up, and I, but he wasn't as freaked up as I wanted him to be, which is, like, very freaked up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a complaint about about uh, Truman Capote, Doctor Who. <laughs> um, which oh, I is... didn't know he wrote any. <laughs> uh, Peter Capaldi, Twelfth Doctor is good. We we like we like Twelfth Doctor here. This is a pro Twelfth Doctor space. Uh-huh. But I hate I hate uh, I hate his his just like normal hoodie, what or whatever the fu- like <laughs> his why? casual look. You know, like you know, like in that one clip in the Harry Potter movie where Voldemort's just like wearing a hoodie. That's what I think of whenever I see him. Like, why? That's is... a very mean thing to say to Peter Capaldi. Can you please, <laughs> can you please freak this man up a little more? Can you be wearing like? Can we? Can we give him like a uh, some 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 uh, Seventh Doctor drip? Like, I, uh... I ha- we have seen a few times that doctors have like changed their style over their run. And I do know that he will start dressing like a Victorian gentleman at some point. I don't know if I don't know if that's a permanent change when that comes from meeting Matt Lucas or like if Matt Lucas. <laughs> that's the him. effect that Matt Lucas has on a person. <laughs> or like what what happened that he was just like Bill gave him a makeover. I'm just I'm I'm going with the hoodie. I'm going with the tea. Like it's this just is a low key look. Not... <laughs> he's keeping a low profile, especially because this week he's in like. Cromwell era England. It's like, 1651. What is ha- yeah. The year of the hoodie. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the year the well, hoodie. Well, he's was keeping invented. a low profile because he's dealing with high women. Um, yeah, high women. Uh, high women. Actually, actually. High, w- high women. Yeah, high, w- high women. Yeah. Uh, I'll have you know. 
Uh, so the episode begins with a with a highway man, definitely highway man. Mm-hmm. Um, has a highway man's voice, uh, and a mask. And uh, has the listen, a shielder. I have some, I have some notes about your your uh, your special crime name. Mm. <laughs> that K is silent. Uh, her name is <laughs> sorry. His name is Nightmare with a K. And I want to know like. When the when night when nightmare shows up, is he like, "I'm nightmare with a K"? Make sure you write it down. <laughs> Don't fuck it up. Right? Like, why? Why nightmare with a K? Like, it, what, it's, yeah, what? <laughs> I think that's worse than just being the nightmare. Yeah, like he's not particularly a knight. He's just he he's just kind of a, a like a masked bandito. All right. Well, let's yeah. let's go around the room. What's mm-hmm. everyone's highwayman name? Yours would be, hmm. I'd probably be like Sam Swift the Quick or yeah, something. Yeah, I was like going to say yours would definitely be Sam Swift. I would probably be the Doctor. And I'm, Roy. I'm me. I like that we all just took a chance to like <laughs> defer the responsibility of having to make a joke by just stealing something from the episode. <laughs> like instead of trying to be funny and having an original idea, we all just gave up there. Hey, there's one I would for be, each of us. I would be the sorry man because I was all I would always leave an apology note. <laughs> I'd be the singing man, because I'm the most evil motherfucker in the universe. I'm the high woman. Um, high whammon. Because I, because I, I, approach, I approach the carriage and I say, hi, women, and then I rob them. <laughs> you only do your crimes on, on 420. Are you from yes. Tennessee? Because I'm a highwayman. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Way... I'd be the wayman, because when people see me, they'd say, highwayman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Can um, I can I have all your riches? No way, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is turning into uh, our hit our hit single, Declan. What the heck, man? <laughs> From Kyle X. Why? Why? Uh, listen to Kyle X. Why? Uh, okay, so so nightmare. Definitely, you gotta write down that K. It's so important for for my brand. Uh, shows up and starts highway mending uh, this carriage full of. Uh, rich people, one of whom will definitely be dressed up as a sleepy time old gentleman. Oh, with I a like to see that later. later. <laughs> I was so excited, but uh, we learned that the nightmare has some spooky, glowing eyes as a helper, and that's, I guess, how he does his dark deeds. I never, in a thousand years, would have guessed what the spooky, glowing eyes would later turn out to be. Um, it's a guy. It's, it's, it's a guy. <laughs> we'll it's get to it. A guy whose eyes never glow at any other point. <laughs> he could turn it off. Um, as soon as he steps like, out of the shadows, his eyes stop glowing, and he's just a guy. I mean, I mean, I don't want to just like constantly be rec- rec- uh, referencing old old content from our our sphere, but it's it's uh, Steppenwolf is. is it is what, Steppenwolf. Uh, Steppenwolf could do that too. God, so I wish. Well, he's a kitty. Miss- he's got noctilucent eyes. Is what it is. I get. So was 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 uh, was she just like shining a? You know when you're looking for your cat in the middle of the night, you shine and you <laughs> yeah. see. Oh my god, spooky! Was she just shining a flashlight looking with, for her friend with the help of my evil assistant, Stepping Cat? Yeah. Um. We so we see like kind of intercutting shots of of uh, the nightmare, uh, robbing the nightmare uh, robbing people, and then the doctor showing the up. The nightmare. If we're gonna do it, and he's that got way. some kind of freaked true. up. He's got a freaked up doodad. Um, yeah, he's got he's, a gizmo. 
he's on some tenth Doctor doohickey stuff. I was kind of into it because we, he, you know, normally he'd be like getting an energy reading from his Sonic, but this week <laughs> he's getting an energy reading from his uh, Curio collector. It's, it's it's like the the Curio scanner, I think. And honestly, no joke, it makes such a difference for me to have it be anything besides the Sonic script. Isn't it so nice? <laughs> like, isn't it so nice that he doesn't just have a stupid little fucking wand that he waves around all day long it legitimately makes a difference for me the viewer uh he shows up and starts doing comedy uh i like when nightmare is robbing the carriage and then the doctor just is inside the carriage uh causing hijinks and confusion yeah he interrupts uh, the robbery the 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 connect hair is demanding the amulet I do like when the doctor is, like, climbing through the carriage and he's like, sorry, just passing through, like, I'll be out of your hair, like, fish in the night. You know how it is with the Ami, bro. Um, he, he, like, funny is not listening, classic doctor He's, like, arguing with, as he's arguing with Nightmare and, you know, engaging Nightmare in a big big fight, um, not fighting, but just yelling at at each other, uh, the carriage does just, like, ride off. Um, he he does. Which is he wise did, of he, them. Yeah, <laughs> he's like very rude to Nightmare, and he's like, "Oh, sorry. Usually, someone would hit me at this point." Did he say that the person who normally would hit him for being rude is taking a year off for Taekwondo? Is that what he said? I he said he said she's taking a she's taking the seventh years to Taekwondo or whatever. Oh, she's taking a year of students to Taekwondo. Right. Right. Okay. A sentence <laughs> only the British could understand. I was like, the doctor's gonna return. Clara will look one year older, even though he, from our perspective, saw her last episode, and now she is fucking killing people. That's what the impossible girl got to do while she was waiting through the doctor's time stream, was she just got really, really, really fucking good at Taekwondo. Clara left to get chucked. She learned, <laughs> she learned that, she learned that John Pertwee lost art of just like being able to knock a guy out. Just uh, a little back slap that incapacitates <laughs> even the silliest wigged man. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the, the doohickey, uh, the doodad leads the, it, it's like he, he's trying to get into this chest that's on the back, like something on this carriage is, is, uh, setting off the curio tracker but they don't get it because the they drive off while off he's squabbling with nightmare and then and then Ni- nightmare does reveal that he is macy williams doing a voice and i'm not like like we macy williams is not the one speaking for nightman no it is um, a man's voice i mean it was played by a man until the mask yeah. comes off and it's macy williams and we that do caused know that- me a lot of confusion when i was watching the episode and i i thought that macy williams i'm gonna be honest with you i thought macy williams was on the nightmare man's horse also and there were two guys there but no it's just one guy <laughs> who like through years of practice learned how to do do the voice <laughs> Who said that? We do. We learn that they know each other, and she she says like, "Oh, what took you so long, old man?" And yeah, he questions her about the voice, and we learn that it's literally just practice. She just learned how to do it. Yeah, good for her. Uh, And he's like, "Oh, you were doing such a good job." That's like how I got so good at the Donald Duck voice. Can you give us a demo? (laughs) Can you say a word? That's really good. Can you say a word though? <laughs> Donald, you good in there? Can you can you say uh can you say uh 
Hmm. What's your he code? Said, he said. He said cuckoo. I heard him. Oh, he said. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. I you really get the noises down, and that's uh-huh. um, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's Donald does a lot of that. Can you say like? This looks like a great spot to find some ingredients. <laughs> I mean, even Tony Anselmo struggles with that line. <laughs> uh oh! Oh, you got some, some consonants in there now. Wow, uh, it's not it's not easy, but with ten thousand hours of practice. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess I guess that uh, a shielder a shielder me sorry me did watch that TED talk where they said that thing. Me watch TED talk. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, he said, like, you were doing great last time I saw you, you founded that leper colony, and then we find out that she hated it. She's, she's not happy. Yeah, um, a little continuity note, I guess he, like, left her behind, and, uh, I mean, we will find out very soon that he made this, like, Viking girl immortal. Yeah. And, and it turns out, immortality is not all it's cracked up to be. That's right, Frieza. It was a stupid <laughs> thing the whole time. He, she got real bored of living in... She got real... She was like, man, I live forever, and it's... And she checks the year, like, 9.52? God damn it, this is the worst <laughs> time to have to be alive. <laughs> Can you at least... Like, this is my problem with this episode, is that the doctor made a, a tremendous mess of of, uh, of this young woman's life. Uh, and I don't know the context. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it was really, really important that he made this this girl immortal. Uh, but then when she says, hey, doctor, I've been alive for hundreds and hundreds of years, and I'm, I'm kind of sick of it. Can you, like, maybe take me somewhere else so I can be immortal somewhere else or maybe take me on some adventures or something and then he just says no and then she says why and he says i don't really feel like it and then <laughs> that's just kind of that's just kind of what we're, we're what we're left with for the rest of the episode he literally mm-hmm. says it wouldn't be good it wouldn't be content i couldn't be tell content. if that was supposed to be like a callback obviously i would have no way yeah, of knowing but i was, was like if that's not a callback that's the dumbest shit i've ever like, heard like, <laughs> you made this mess doctor and she's Oh, it, but but here's the important part is that he's like, he's like, oh, you're my friend, a shielder that I made immortal and then left you forever in Viking times, the greatest time to be alive. Uh, and she's like, who? Who? What? She, yeah, I don't remember that name. I call myself me now. It's annoying and it's going to be... Uh, I refused and, in my notes to call her and, me. <laughs> and also, much to my surprise, I made other people call her... Uh, she made other people call her me. People uh, call, call her, her Lady, Lady me, me throughout the episode. It's so dumb. That's what... <laughs> This is <laughs> this is what... where this is where dead naming is like required. <laughs> like if your That's new name the... is that dumb and bad, like I'm sorry. The default the default person that I'm always this, playing. This is the one name that we draw the line at. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how are you doing? We, we support everyone resort. else in every other situation <laughs> besides yes. this one. Are you liking pronouns in name? Yeah, but I keep getting my ass kicked by Lady Me uh, whenever I play the fencing game. Anyways. <laughs> uh, I like uh, how many times okay. it took me to try to tell that really shitty joke. <laughs> uh, I, I want to say, uh, up top at this point in the episode, before we get into the Doctor's odd choices, I mean, this is, I would say, like, everything good about the episode is these ideas, mainly because it reminds me of the single-player journaling RPG uh, Thousand-Year-Old Vampire, which is good and cool. 
Did, did I talk about that on this podcast? No, I don't know. I know I talked about it on a podcast, so I'm sorry if anyone has heard this before. I guess I'll get to it when we get to what I'm thinking of, but... The part when I, the part when uh, a shielder says, this is just like the game Thousand-Year-Old Vampire. Yes. <laughs> I, I think that the ideas here are interesting where... Because uh, he... He says, like, oh, I came here to find an alien object that shouldn't be here, where we are, Earth, in when? 1651. Thank you. Uh, and she's like, oh, I thought you came here for me. Me, me. Me. Me, I- me I'm immortal. Because, <laughs> yeah, she feels, like, abandoned by the doctor. Uh, and, yeah, he, her name used to be a shielder, but she says, I don't even remember that name anymore. All, I've had so many names over the centuries, and they have all died along with anyone who ever knew them. Uh, and, like, these are interesting ideas, if she hadn't called herself me. And we, she, like, takes him to her sort of mansion, and uh, we learn that she's been... I think she says 800 years she's been doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, they, like, go to her study, and they go through some of her possessions over the past centuries that she's amassed. There's a little crown. She, like, was a medieval queen and faked her death and ran she away. Has a, she has a big-ass bow, and, like, she fought in the Hundred Years' War. Yeah. Uh, and... This is where he, she says the whole, like, the very TED Talk of her, that she's like, <laughs> it takes 10,000 hours to be an expert, but I will learn how to play four-chord song in 100 hours. Because he basically is like, you're... You don't age, but that doesn't mean you can't die, so you shouldn't have put yourself at risk fighting in a war. And yeah, she's basically like, I'm the best archer who's ever existed. <laughs> um, She says she doesn't remember all the people she's killed, she's saved a lot of people too. We get like a montage of her memories, like, I saved a village who there was scarlet fever and I, I saved them with my advanced medical knowledge. They tried to drown me for witchcraft, but I escaped. Uh, I lived through the Black Plague, etc. This is the thing I was talking about. She says, I have all these journals. Sometimes I read them for my own curiosity because my my lack of aging doesn't mean that I have an infinite memory. I can't remember all these lives I've lived. So sometimes I read my own journals to remember. That is very much the concept of Thousand-Year-Old Vampire is that you are aging so much over such a long period of time How and you years? can only hold so many memories. Mm. So you you occasionally have to like strike things out and forget about them and lose track of your motivations and the people you knew and stuff like that. And it's cool ideas and I like that they're doing that here. I think it's interesting and then it's all downhill from here unfortunately in my opinion. <laughs> I liked this part was when um, she's like, hey, I'm kind of sick of living in vampire times, thousand year old vampire times. Can you please take me on your on your uh your blue box on your ship? And he says, I don't I never told you I had a ship. And then she says, Well I'm actually very clever. Ding Ding Clever count. It's only <laughs> it's a clever count of one this week. It's only one. It's only, only one. one. Uh and then uh she she says we're both basically they're gonna go rob a woman like a Lucy lady. Fanshawe is the woman from so the carriage important. earlier. Because uh, because they gotta go get that thing that was in the box. It's important. She's got the big gem that he's looking for. He needs that he big gem so bad. He's always remember in the episode uh, in, in all the episodes that we've seen with him th- thus far, where he says, "Clara, I need a big gem." 
Why am I talking in Tom Baker voice? It's the only voice we can do. We can't. I don't remember. I, I don't. I don't have. I, I don't have other. I don't have doctor voices for anyone besides him, and then Seventh Doctor, and then Matt Smith, and when he says "Shut up." <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the doctor is like, uh, the doctor says, "I'm going to read some of these cool books," uh, and uh, <laughs> he, he reads about her her agonies. Dear day, dear diary. Today I was made immortal by a really cool guy named the Doctor, and then like six books later, dear diary, fuck that guy, fuck that guy. <laughs> this oh, like his dead. His yes, he finds a bunch of pages that are torn out, and then the next page is like stained with tears. She's writing about my three children died in the plague today. I'm I'm writing this as a reminder to myself never to have children again. And he asks her about it later, and he's like, what were the... You tore out some pages, what could have been more painful than losing children? And she says, nothing, but I have to keep that one so I don't forget about it. <laughs> Otherwise, I might have more kids. Sorry which for is laughing very at, dark. At that sad, sorry for laughing at that sad thing. I was just thinking about how in the next scene, we see uh, we see a shielder talking to... Uh, a big kitty cat the, man. A big, yeah. well, just a pair of big glowing eyes, and she says... He's gonna help me get the artifact. Um, we're we're so close. And then, uh, what the th- what doesn't happen with the mysterious pair of glowing eyes is that it says like good uh, because we know that it can talk. Like we know later that it's just a it's dude. a guy. It's a yeah, guy. It's a, guy. But it's a man. So, but, but well, it's mysterious. He's not allowed to like be a guy, so he's just like there. Not it's just Arnold Hanlon again. <laughs> God, I wish he was Arnold Hanlon. Oh, that'd be so cool. It'd be so funny. Um, yeah, this guy is not supposed to be funny, but it would be. You funny. can see a bit of his kitty cat face in the in the shadows. A I just bit, love yeah. that he's just like, sorry, plot dictates that I'm not allowed to say anything right now. <laughs> he says, he says, and then he like turns around. He sits on her. <laughs> he tucks his little arms and, and legs under himself, and he lays down yes. on the floor. He pushes a chest of gold coins off of the table. <laughs> um. The doctor's like, hey, why are you tearing pages out? What's on those missing pages? I thought this was going to be, like, a, a big secret reveal thing, uh, but I think it's just that she hates her life and doesn't want to yeah, remember I, some things. I think it's cool. I don't think we need to know what she chose to I thought there was going to gonna be a part where the doctor, like in, uh, like in a fucking Elder Scrolls game, he was going to, like, find in the trash can, like in the waste bin, a crumpled up note that's like... I killed all those people uh, because Lion Dad told me to. <laughs> um, but no, it's just that she hates when bad things happen, and the doctor left her in like the worst time to be a person, which is this time, uh, back in those Understandable. times. Understandable. There's no Xbox. There's there a is lot no of plague. Xbox. There's a lot of plague. Um, There's they haven't. Man. They haven't invented. <laughs> We're still living on... Come to 1651. We have no Xbox. Yes, kitty man. <laughs> she's living... Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, she's just not in a great time to be alive. She would be like... I wish you could have put me like in Assassin's Creed uh, two times. Why doesn't that... I mean, the Doctor could even just be like, I can't take you with me on my adventures, but I can, but like, I can you, just, I can just pop like, you into the modern era. I could era. just like take right. you into a time where you could have children and they wouldn't die of disease. She's like, like, Doctor, please, I'm living in hell. Everything sucks forever. And he's like, Sorry. Well, I can at least take you to when there's electric guitar. I can at least take you... <laughs> 
<laughs> I can at least, t- which is right now because my TARDIS is here. Um, I could take you to when they had like discovered germ theory, like at at the very least. But no, that would be bad. It wouldn't be good. Yeah, so on Xbox. I can get you Xbox. I'll bring you back an Xbox for the future, but I can't. Like, you'll <laughs> have her to- back an Xbox. She tries <laughs> to plug like, it in because there's no, a part where he's like, "Sorry, there's I- time now." I forgot to tell you about the plague. Yeah, so he's he like, says that. I'm right? sorry, I forgot to tell you about you the plague. You motherfucker, at least tell her that she's got Xbox to look forward to. <laughs> I can't bring day, you to Xbox times. One day you're going to be able to but play I can Project bring you Gotham to Racing times. on the Xbox, <laughs> and then you're going to be able to go into your garage and play a little game called Geometry Wars, which is going to be... <laughs> it'll make it all worth it. <laughs> I, okay, this is where we start to get into some of the problems of this episode. And I mean, I guess it's debatable whether they're problems or just ideas to think about. But I, I just, I don't know what they're going for, I guess, is my confusion. And, and See, maybe this would make more sense if I'd seen the previous episode. But when, when he's like, she's like confronting him, like, you abandoned me, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, this is one of those times when I feel like this show really has some turbulence with regard to the whole time travel thing because he could so easily at any point have like done something to prevent this and he just never bothered did he legitimately forget that she existed until they bumped into each other here i think so yes i think that when he left her when she had founded that leper colony he just said all all's well that ends well and never thought about her again um, also, this episode does a thing where the doctor keeps trying to, uh, be like, ah, I understand all too well what it's like. Mm-hmm. Except that the doctor is a time lord, and time lords are meant to do this. And he seems to remember pretty much everything that he's ever done. I mean, he doesn't fucking remember Romana. <laughs> <laughs> well, he just doesn't talk about her. Um,. He ripped out the page of his brain that Leela's on. She does. There's a part later where 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 she's like, she's like, oh, uh, how many of your? I could be one of your companions. What happens to all them? How many of them have died? It's like, did when Jamie got fed into that wood chipper and <laughs> and Leela got left behind. Uh, the real you think that was Leela's ultimate fate is that after all the times that we thought he was going to leave her behind, he did finally <laughs> just forget her somewhere. I swear I'm forgetting something. Do you think that, oh, like, well. <laughs> I know the real answer for why he never talks about Jamie, Leela, uh, Romana, uh, et cetera, et cetera, is because they weren't, like, famous enough to get to be in the... Either they weren't famous or alive enough to be in New Who, <laughs> and you can't, like, the, the, the British, uh, children who watch the show have no fucking clue who Jamie is. Uh, so he never gets to come back. Uh, but, like, you know, some companions, I think, do get to come back. Because didn't we say that, yeah. didn't we say that, like, Ace is in one of these? Fucking yeah, episodes? Ace comes back at some point. I am just imagining now that there's an episode where the doctor, you know when you, like, are leaving somewhere and you're like, oh, shit, I forgot my wallet. And you have to go back in and you grab it. Oh, and shit, you leave, and you're like, oh, shit, I forgot my whatever. Yeah. He, he does that and he, he keeps having to go back to this planet and then... He he leaves for the third time, and K-9 is like, Doctor, you are forgetting friend Leela on the planet. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not going back a third time, K-9. <laughs> I forgot my big hat. I forgot my big scarf. I'm, I'm done. That's it. 
<laughs> Just the necessities. <laughs> These make me who I am. I've got my drip. I still, I still. <laughs> I'm hungry for a little delight. I'm going right now. I'm no one without my scarf. I'm still me without Leela. <laughs> She'll figure it out. No, she won't. She's a fucking idiot. <laughs> and then you know what happens because she's a woman of pure intuition. She'll fucking figure it out. It's fine. <laughs> Meanwhile, the planet that she's on is like exploding from volcanoes. But also because we know how that Leela always comes up with the ideas that save the episode, she would somehow find a way to time travel, and then he would be like, and then he would still be like, "Oh, you primitive creature! Doctor, I hit these rocks together until it made a time portal." I don't remember her voice at all. You primitive creature! Seen her in a minute. It's sloppy, sloppy work, Leela. <laughs> die. Okay, die anyway uh, yeah they go to they go to rob the lady Lucy Fanshaw who has the big gem I, okay want. okay big big prize uh, uh, freaked up freaked up award goes to that's not a new companion award but uh, when <laughs> when uh, a shielder is like I'll put on my uh, nightmare uh, costume and my my funny uh, Zora mask, and then the doctor just puts on a cool pair of cool shades. We get like an epic montage of them like having a back and forth about who's better at heists. It's so epic. he lights doctor lights a candle with uh, not with the sonic screwdriver. I thought it was gonna do. I don't think we saw the screwdriver. This is this like was was this like was he trying out something new? That, uh, this, it's in the shop. In the night, in the in season nine, was the or doctor maybe that's like, maybe his electric guitar is the sonic screwdriver. Yeah. Was oh no, like, no 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 no. He does when they arrive here. He actually does pull it out, and he's like, oh, yeah. "I'm good at breaking in." And she's like, "Nah, check this out." I, okay, I don't know about the old breaking and entering strats from the 17th century, <laughs> but what was this moment? Because she, I feel like I've vaguely heard of what she does here, but I don't quite get the logic of it because. She puts what, I mean, it doesn't matter, but it is like a wanted poster of herself under the door. It's, it just needs to be a piece of paper. But she like sticks something into the keyhole and then she pulls the paper back out and there's a key on it. So was everyone just leaving their keys in the keyhole in on the, the other 1600s? Side, like on the other side of the keyhole, just ready to go. Is that what the trick was? I don't understand why this worked. It, it works. Um, Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we also find out at this time that uh, as they're sneaking around, uh, arguing with each other, uh, com- comedically as they sneak around and do a do a heist, um, they there's a part where the doctor reveals that what <laughs> what he did, what he did to help her out, he did her a, fa- a very nice thing to do was that he so- he apparently turned her immortal with something called an immortality charge, which is just a thing that he has, I guess. It um, looks like a fucking computer chip that you just stick it looks in like your a, face. It looks like a science fiction Starburst that you pop in your mouth and chew on. It's delicious. <laughs> Is but immortality he, USB? He gave her two yeah. and he said, make a choice, have a friend do this with you. I'm sure yeah, you can find someone. so nuts. And, and he's like, because he basically says, like, I didn't want you to be alone all these years. You should have someone to, like, walk the world with you in your immortality and she's like, "Well, I never met anyone who deserved it, I never or something met like that." Epic enough to live that forever, but it's also like you hate nuts. you hate what happened to you. Why would you do this to someone else? If I must curse you with immortality, you should also curse somebody. Else. Why didn't he just? Why didn't he just bring her to Strax? 
if he was Why dying, didn't he just bring her to Strax. Strax? Strax dead? Maybe he's dead. Maybe he died. I don't know how he could maybe be he dead. Should he have has given, a machine that you push a button and come back to maybe life. He should have given Strax the Im- immortality charge so he could be like, he could have been like laser monkeys for all of isn't eternity. There, isn't there a line later in the episode where the doctor just straight up says like, "I've I've lost track of all these different immortality things" or something? Yeah, like I think so. I mean, he does. He he does. Uh, I was very delighted when he did bring up. Uh, uh, Captain Jack Harkness. Um, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, they, they finally get to the, uh, they get to the, the room with the gem, and it's apparently a very cool gem called the Eyes of Hades. The Eye of Hades. They specifically say the eyes, but that there's only one of them. Boo. But, yeah. Um, then they, Fucking rich then, people. Uh, then we meet my favorite character of the episode, uh, Mr. Fanshawe, because they have to hide in a room where he, he's, it's not like his bedroom, he's just taking a couch nap, which, like, I love that for him, <laughs> but he is wearing, I've, I've taken many couch naps in my life, but I've never Oh, I got on. confused. I thought that you, I thought this was you in the episode. I was, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this I've, is what I Jordan was doing right before we started recording. I haven't entered into my era where I have a, a, a big nightgown and a big nightcap and a big candlestick. And a blunderbuss. And a blunderbuss. Uh, <laughs> Every time we record, I have to wake you up. I'm like, Jordan, we're going to record. And you just start swinging your blunderbuss around like, ah, 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 where's my blunderbuss? Um... There was also a, a, a weird, like, continuity error that, uh, not a continuity error, but, like, that's a... I mean, I guess it, it was just a, uh, we did we see them like you know arguing and yelling at each other and being incredibly loud in this room with the uh, this sleepy 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 man let him rest let he is tired let him sleep well, come on yeah but then like they knock something over and they don't show him like getting up there's no shot of him like waking up he's just up which i just thought was a little bit jarring to watch as a viewer they should have showed well, the man like who interrupted my slumber I I he should pop up thought, in bed like don't wake daddy. He should have gotten up like an oblivion NPC. <laughs> I actually thought this is a great scene because as they're trying to sneak past him while he's asleep, uh uh a shoulder keeps getting confused because he's snoring and he's going and she's like, huh? Yes, 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 yes. Every me she says yes to. Yes, 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 yes. Um and then he gets up and he does light his little candlestick in his little candlestick holder, which I was just Hell like, yeah. I, that was, the look is completed. God, I hope I get to do that someday. God, I want to, <laughs> like, what? We should all be so lucky. I oh, to be an old man in a This in is why the doctor pajamas. wants to keep her in this time period so she can hopefully go <laughs> to candlestick nightgown mode. What was I'm the... sorry, I'm sorry, Ashilder, I cursed you to an ageless life where you'll never get to be an old man with a candlestick <laughs> and a sleeping cap. What was like the utility of the sleeping cap? Like what does it do for you that like uh, why it makes you comfy and adorable. I guess uh, <laughs> I, I guess it's just the like it's just the to compl- like because it wouldn't look right without it, but it was it's like if I'm an old man... That's your answer. Yeah, I guess so. It's just, it looks it so... It completes the look. It just it it's, ties the whole thing so together. It's so anyone who sees you understands that you're the sleepiest you've ever been in your whole life. <laughs> That's true. And and you wouldn't ever want to be interrupted by a heist. Absolutely I mean, this, not. This may have been the era where it was bizarre not to wear a hat at any moment. <laughs> so. True. It, like, God hates it if you take your hat off. For even a second, or take a. This is enough showing scalp. Mm-hmm. 
I wouldn't be caught dead with scalp on display. <laughs> um, so he does get up and he does get his little, I mean, I've never seen old man nightcap, nightgown, candlestick, and gun. That's new, that's new and I, it's exciting. I like it. It's a it. cool summer look. It's a cool, it's a cool new way to look. Um, yeah, because they like knock something over, and he like starts screaming like, "Where's my blunderbuss? Bring me my my blunderbuss!" There's there's servants. I don't know if it was clear that this is like a rich family in a huge house. Um, they uh, the doctor and a shoulder have to like sneak up the chimney and like climb away. Uh, they, they like, argue with each other. You're the liability. No, you're the liability, etc. Do you ever think? Do you think there's speaking of being in the chimney? Do you think there's ever a line? In the 100 years of Doctor Who, do you think there's ever a line about the Doctor, because he loves to name drop, about the Doctor either meeting Santa Claus or being <laughs> Sa- or being Santa Claus? Oh, that, that could be legit, though, if it was like, he meets, not Santa Claus, but he meets, like, Saint the Nicholas. man who becomes Saint Nicholas. And then he takes him to the future, and he shows him Christmas, and he says, this is all... For he's and like Saint, Saint Nicholas is like when I'm dead, nobody will care about me. And then he takes him to the future to a Christ, to Christmas, and he says he looks at Christmas aesthetics <laughs> and, and says, "Oh God, that's so tacky." <laughs> he takes him to Christmas and he says, "When people when people say Happy Holidays instead of Merry Christmas in the future, they'll have a fucking fit all for you." <laughs> and then he goes, "Oh, thank you. good, thank you, Doctor. You've really validated my life." He gives him the latest in Slay technology. And then he gets to go back. And Have a red board. cup on me, old friend. <laughs> oh my god, you think he, he you think he actually makes him the real Santa Claus. He gives him the other immortality. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to Let imagine, me set you up with a nice little cabinet. I feel like the, the doctor has a medicine cabinet in his bathroom that just has like a whole bottle of those things. <laughs> Here, let me set you up with a little cabin at the North Pole. I've got you an immortality charge, and then all the oud you could ever want. (laughs) (laughs) The fucking elves are oud. They're his slaves. Do you think that there's going to be an episode where he has to go help Santa kill all his slaves? He's like... Yeah, the Santa pit. I've been... I've been doing Christmas. He's like, Doctor, I've been doing Christmas for 2,000 years. Everyone I know has ever has ever lived has died. All my favorite Ood have died. I need you to help me kill all my slaves so I can be free of Christmas. There is no more Christopher Kringle. <laughs> I am now Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, that doesn't happen yet, but I'm sure that later the Doctor will be like, I know the, what really happened on, on The Miracle of Christmas. Now, that was series two. Right. Uh, I, I do like, though, this little moment where... They're kind of arguing about Clara, and a shoulder is like, "Oh, you're still with that girl, etc." Um, and she she says something like, "Yeah, well, I if you took me with you, I would never die. How many how many companions have, have you had that have died? I like by the now? implication how that many, the companions specifically that she yeah. says how many Claras have died, oh, and so he's many. like, well, oh, well, well, why'd you <laughs> pick the one?" Uh, I like the idea that what uh, she is saying is how many companions have died of old age. Uh, I got some bad news for you. It's zero. (laughs) I mean, she is very much the new Lady Christina D'Souza in that she her her argument is like, I don't age, but also I've had so much time to become a master at everything. I would have 
Because basically, Lady Christina D'Souza, she was also a master of everything. See, I was I'm so glad epic. that I wasn't the only one who thought of of uh, LCDs. I actually didn't think about it until you LCD posted about it, and then I was like, oh, shit. she's like LCDs, except that she like actually has qualifications. She is also a lady. She is a lady, but like by her, she she pulled herself up by her bootstraps and went from Viking to nobility, which I think is very inspiring. Uh, <laughs> but I. This now has raised, because we haven't seen any Companion Fate episodes yet. I mean, mm. we know that Rose uh, dies because she said she was going to die. She told us. She told she us very kindly. Her. But, like, what if, what if, like, the, do- I, uh, what if the doctor, like, it just cuts to Martha as an old lady and she's like, oh, that's it for me. and just falls over dead. And the doctor's, <laughs> the doctor's like, like no, no, I could have given her an immortality charge. Why didn't I do it? Maybe that's why he keeps them around, but yeah, I, I, I guess- mean, someday we're going to learn where the fucking immortality charge came from, and I'm going to be furious. There's no way it isn't stupid Strax as hell. Strax gave it to him. Oh, Strax. We love Strax. Uh, so they they got the gem. They're leaving. I hope that nothing, yeah. I hope that no silly silly guys show up at any time right now. Oh, hello there, it's me, I hope Sam that they don't Smith start playing the, the Robin Hood song from Shrek. Oh yeah, I hope that the entire Robin Hood scene doesn't just play out exactly <laughs> word for word, shot for shot, and they like make a joke about fucking or something. What would they have? They, yeah, that's what it was. I have a quick question. Yeah. Do either of you regularly at this point in your lives get the Robin Hood song from Shrek stuck in your head? No, I, I... I don't know what it is off the I don't really remember You're it. You're so lucky. Yeah. I'm cursed with the Robin Hood song. The it comes Robin to me Hood every once in a while. In, in Donald Duck voice or Die Coward. Don't actually, that would not be good content. Um, we finally meet, we mentioned earlier in the episode when the, when the nightmare, uh, please for the love of God, write, write it down with a K on the wanted poster. I've been working really hard on these t-shirts. Uh, <laughs> Do you think she was going around to all the wanted posters that spelled it normally and she just got a pen and she's like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, but, but, uh, they mentioned, uh, they were like, oh, nightmare. That's a, what about Sam Swift the Quick? And then this guy shows up and he says, I'm Sam Swift the Quick. I failed out of comedian school and now I'm a highwayman. Here I am. Time for jokes. I should say Uh at this point, I didn't write down his name, but this is like a noted stand-up comedian, apparently. If he's a noted stand-up comedian, can he please tell better jokes? No, because he didn't (laughs) write his jokes. A TV writer wrote his jokes. I know. Why would they hire a comedian to not, like, be funny? I mean... Why would you hire a comedian to tell, like, Neil Hamburg I don't know. Jokes? Speaking of Planet of the Dead. <laughs> uh, so they, like, ban- oh, they banter at each other, and the doctor says, rule number one, uh, he's doing rules again. No puns again. and no banter. Uh, I'm only the one allowed to do those things. And then uh, he introduces himself as the doctor, and he says, I'm a highwayman named the doctor, and this will never come back to bite me in a later scene in this episode. Uh, and then, uh, and then they, they best Sam Swift with the old take his gun away from him really fast trick. It works every if, time. If, if that was me, I would simply not let them take my gun. I would simply hold on to it a little bit tighter. That's just me. That's just If someone me. came at me to try to take my gun, I would use the gun on them and then- I would say, w- stop it. <laughs> I would say, stop it. And then I would You're fire. trying to steal. That's illegal. <laughs> this is my gun. This is mine. I bought it. With Get my- your own, but not right now. <laughs> what are you, some kind of thief? Uh, 
But yeah, then, uh, but yeah. Get they, your own gun and then don't kill me! They tell jokes at each other, and this will be important later, uh, uh-huh. in the dumbest part of the episode, for sure. Uh, but then, uh, uh Nightmare, uh, or me, or <laughs> me IRL, uh, takes <laughs> his gun, uh, and then they leave. <laughs> And that's well, it. That's all. Well, that- no, this is something that happens here for character, because she's like, "What difference does it make if I kill him? He'll be dead in the blink of an eye anyway." And the doctor says, "If you kill him, you'll make an enemy of me." And she uh, says, "I, and a girl is no one, <laughs> doctor." And then, and then uh, she says, "It's not because like my." perception of time is warped it's because he's got like a really bad incurable disease i would know i've studied medicine um, because there's an anvil dangling above his head <laughs> <laughs> what difference does it make tom foss put a bomb in his brain <laughs> it goes off if he oh, tells i was hoping we bring it around <laughs> to gagu eventually if he tells 10 jokes I it goes him. off and kills him and he's at <laughs> nine um so then then there's some i i wanted to make a note of it i didn't write it down when it was said somewhere in here she like compares humans to mayflies she's like all they do is breed and live and die in an instant or something like that 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 the you doctor did will this bring to that me, up doctor. later you did this to me you made me live this life and you won't even take me to what xbox is there <laughs> why there's also a bunch of stuff here where they the 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 goons keep saying that the doctor is her dad and she's like I'm not your dad old he's man. not my you're dad you're old man you're an old man haha was that worth bringing up <laughs> no we go back to the house and we meet the world's oldest man he's got one foot two feet in the, one foot in the grave and then like two or three toes also in the grave he's playing twister mostly in the grave <laughs> he's and, and he's like my name's Clayton and I'm about to die thank you mistress me uh. And she says, that's my, that's my servant, Clayton. He loves me very much, and I don't give a shit about him. Uh, and he's also, like, deaf and blind, and he's about to die, and he's got uh, three heart attacks going on at any given time. We'll keep him around for reasons. And the I've, I've the pulled up the cast. Uh, I thought you were so... going to say you pulled up Clayton's uh, TARDIS wiki page, and he's in, like, six prose stories, and we'll find out. Well... Oh, Sam. You, oh, you piece of shit. Oh, Sam. What no. if I told you, first of all, uh, uh, Clayton is played by Struan Roger. Uh, he made his video game debut in 2009 in Wallet and Gromit's Grand Adventures. As <laughs> did you say Wallet and Gromit? Wallet and Gromit. I don't think I did. Uh, but I kind of heard man Wallet. Provides the voice oh, in God. two episodes that we've, well, one of which we've seen, of the face of Bo. I was just gonna, I was just thinking face of Bo, but we know who the face, we know. He also, get this, uh-huh. he played the fucking Three-Eyed Raven on Game of Thrones. Wait, I was like, it's a cast reunion, but I, then I remembered that Arya never, that was a different character. But then he got recast. God, I wish that, I wish that Bran was also in this episode just being like, a girl is no one Khaleesi. <laughs> <laughs> Brand's famous voice. Uh, the <laughs> Sam Swift the Quick is a comedian named Rufus Hound. For the record, while I'm looking it up, bark, bark, everybody. Now bark, I'm closing bark. it. Um, so he was barking all episode. That's why he didn't get along with the, with the Clayton's cat like my lady. That's why his jokes were so bad. They were all Wolf of Bark, Bark. Wolf of Bark, Bark. Maybe. <laughs> 
Is this the movie? I can't laugh at that. But, uh-huh. but the crowd did like it whenever he talked about his penis. They, they, they loved love his it. dick jokes. Nobody had ever. This is 1600s. Nobody had ever done it before. This is brand <laughs> new comedy. That we'll talk about it. In he a makes minute. a dick joke and everyone's heads explode. They've never heard anything like it. <laughs> a single dick joke has more comedic potential than a 1600s right. peasant has ever has experienced in their entire life. <laughs> That's right. Uh, a dick joke would kill a 1600s <laughs> That's right. Uh, so the doctor's like, "No, don't make that joke." <laughs> They're not ready My for penis. it yet. <laughs> That's what makes the laser shoot out and open the portal later. In the <laughs> he tells a dick joke, and that's the raw power. Anyway, uh, yeah, they weren't prepared for the the power of the gem, the eye of Hades. We find uh, out that Greek mythology hey! comes from science in outer space because, God forbid, we get anything on Earth ourselves. <laughs> humans aren't allowed this to is, come up with anything this is a very weird but they kind of drop it they like allude for one second to the concept of ancient aliens and then they're just ah, forget it. D- oh did we mention also that the doctor's like i know why you keep clayton here it's because you do care about people still you liar uh she's also like all dressed up now if we didn't mention yeah that. she's like fancy fancy mode because I-, I didn't realize this at the time this is just her shifting from nightmare mode to lady mode mm-hmm. yeah it didn't occur to me because we had only seen her as a bandit before and i don't know if i realized until this moment that she is like a noble woman she's a noble woman yeah. with a very strange name that <laughs> nobody ever name, please no which by the way uh you know nobility very very like uh concerned with their names and their you know their titles and their crests and their family trees and stuff and i just don't know if i buy the idea of just her name is me. She doesn't have a last name or a family name. She doesn't name. have a family yeah, or lineage. No family name. No, we don't know who her parents are. Uh, but she is also a noble she's woman. She's a noble somehow. woman. I don't fucking know, but whatever. Don't worry about it. She, she uh, in her 1,800 years of life, she maxed out her charisma stat and she could pass any That's speech right. check. <laughs> I didn't see, I didn't realize that she was supposed to be a noble because nobody was making fun of her wearing woman dress. <laughs> That's right. She didn't complain about it being, you know, she can't move around and it's yeah, not. Yeah, she's she she feels fine in it because she's she's uh, ironically uh, she's dressed she's actually dressed like Sansa. Ironically, she likes to wear pretty dresses right now in this scene. Um, <laughs> so he's like, okay, I've got my my very cool gem, and then she's like, are you leaving now, you motherfucker? And he says, nope. I'm 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 gonna keep an eye on you because I don't know what you're doing. And then okay, yeah, this is the part that we we keep alluding to where he, she's like, "Please, I I've I've waited for you to take me away longer than I ever should have lived. Please, please take me away from this life." Please give me no. Xbox. And she says, "Why?" And he says, "It wouldn't be good." Which is the vibe, motherfucker. It's just, it's just not. Listen, you're just not companion material. Also. Is that- I I I wanna I wanna put like a pin in that and like maybe that's a callback to the previous episode. I really don't know if it's not. It's really it, I, if it, the only way that I'll accept it is is if the doctor, after giving her the immortality starburst that he keeps in his medicine cabinet, he has like a hundred of them. Uh, he's like, oh dear, I've made you immortal. What do I do? Oh, I know. Hey, Ashilder, what if I take you on my TARDIS and we can travel together and see the world? And then she says, no, that wouldn't be good. 
I don't want it. And, nice. And then he's using her own words to justify this horrible thing that he's leaving, this fate. Hey, what he's... if I make you immortal? And she says, please don't. Why not? <laughs> it, wouldn't it wouldn't be, be good. good. <laughs> um, just take good her news, to go. Though. Just take her to Xbox. Please. Please, doctor. <laughs> good news, though. It's time for Kitty Cat Man. Kitty Cat Man! Leonine Misbegotten is here uh, from Elden Ring. He's real, and he is a big Kitty Cat Man, but not like Ardalo Hanlon, because this is like someone's giant, muscular, lion, uh, furry OC. He's fucking lion with a crown, and he's, <laughs> he's like, Leo breathing Mon. fire. Yeah. He does He does breathe fire, like, once, and it caught me so off guard that I was like, <laughs> was why so can he funny. do- like, somebody who wrote this episode, somebody wrote in the script, and then he breathes fire. <laughs> and I just love that. Like, what a great, I, this is like when- Quick, don't look at notes. What's his name? Um, Leo. It has Leo Roy? in it. His name nope. is, no. Nope. Leandro. Leandro, and I remember. I, and that's why we come to one of the biggest problems of this episode, is that- the antagonist of the episode is so nothing, and I completely forgot he He's existed. He's so funny, though. <laughs> it's so funny that kitty, this is though. an 11th hour lion kitty cat man who's so evil <laughs> that he breathes fire, like... Lion-o, you have to stop breathing fire at the villagers! <laughs> and, uh... The fact that he does it one time is so funny. Like, I think if he does I... it a second time, like, 20 minutes from now. If you could breathe fire, would you or would you not be breathing fire fucking constantly? Maybe he's got I mean, I'd be spicy doing it for my tasks. Yeah. I would be like, <laughs> you know, I, I, I would, I wouldn't have lamps. I would just have candles so I could light them with my fire breath. It probably just yeah. feels I would, good I would to constantly do it. Bur- be burning the edges of papers to make it look old. It probably it just so feels good. good to do it. Like, yeah. But anyway, we find out that. Eleventh hour kitty cat man who seems completely disconnected. Like he, she just found him. It was yeah. There's like, never any explanation of how they met. <laughs> she it's said, just, "Doesn't she say she found him in his in her yard?" He's he's just a stray kitty and, man. And, and also, I, she says, I found him under a dumpster and I lured <laughs> him out with some shrimp on. She a She also string. says that when she found him, he wasn't like moving or talking. So he was loafing and he was like sleeping <laughs> forever. And then one day he woke up and he's just like. Give me I found him sitting crouched on top of my door. <laughs> he got bitter. He, he came went, inside. He demanded he, wet food only. He went up. He went up. And I told he him not up. to go up, but then he went up. Uh, and then he said, I need to get the Eye of Hades so that he can reunite with his people. <laughs> and she said, all right, well, if I get you the Eye of Hades, will you go in or will you stay out? Are you going in or staying out? My people, in or out, bud. My people invented the dumbest method of interstellar travel possible and it's gonna be so funny when i tell you what it is but for also you don't seem to be aware of this but it's time for dinner <laughs> hey. hey 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 i'm hungry it's time for dinner hey me i'm hungry where's my dinner me and then he stood on her maybe maybe you know how cats you know how like people love to give their cats silly stupid names maybe <laughs> cat, Kitty Cat Man is the cat that gives you a silly, stupid name, and that's why she's called Minions, because that's what the cat calls her. It would be pretty good. She just wakes up cool, in the though, middle- that There's a, a Kitty Cat Man who can breathe fire. He can he can make biscuits, and he can actually bake them. 
He wakes up in the middle of the night with like a like a like a three hundred pound kitty cat man sitting on her chest, <laughs> crushing her. Leandro, <laughs> I love that he's named Leandro. I didn't live for eight hundred years to die like this. I love that his name is Leandro, and she's not his friend. And she makes she makes it very clear that they're not friends. They're just you right. Know. They barely fucking know each other. Seemingly, she just like talks and to him when he's a kitty cat glowing eyes mode and you go ooh creepy you see him ooh spooky cat he explains that he is from a planet called Delta Leonis his tribe (laughs) were killed his wife is dead he lost everything and he got here using the eyes of Hades it's it's an amulet that is used for travel and the doctor says I understand now Hades, the gateway to the afterlife, every death is a new beginning of a new reality or something. And and Le- Le- Leandro says, great. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, how, oh so that's how it works. Sure. Um, I, yeah. I, I, I've never thought about it. Whatever. The shielder is um, like, we're going to... He says, merp. <laughs> merp? Uh, <laughs> she says that they're going to use the amulet to get off this godforsaken planet and go find like a spaceship so they can go around. He does never have his tongue out this whole episode. He's blepping. Um, and once again, the doctor, so much of this could have been avoided if you had just like taken her to, I don't know, taken her to New Earth. Wait, don't take her to New <laughs> Earth because then she would have gotten, <laughs> she would have taken joy and di- or bliss and then fucking died. Don't take her to New Earth because the face of Bo isn't able to talk right now because his voice actor is here. <laughs> um, I, I don't. Okay, did the doctor threaten to kill him? The doctor never kills because he says until he, he, he says if you intend to harm humanity, then you should kill me first because then my conscience will be clear. Yeah, I mean... He does say that. Every time the Doctor, like, kind of plays a gamble with his life, I'm always just thinking, is he tired of being this guy and wants to be a different guy? <laughs> is he, like, ready to be Jody? Is he is he sick of it? Is he, like... Maybe. maybe oh, he's got a whole season after this, so You know, Peter Capaldi's, like, not the youngest man. Maybe, like, this Doctor has, like, lower back problems and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you think when he regenerates as an old man, he's like, oh, God damn it. off too i have to use a cane (laughs) this is what happened when i turned 27 (laughs) um and then we find out okay so they're gonna uh they're gonna they're gonna go leave and we find out that in order for the amulet to work someone has to die now if i made the amulet i simply wouldn't make it need that but i mean i guess that's that's what the Leon Leon. Well, that's what he's saying. Is he's like it's called the Eye of Hades because it opens rifts in reality using the power of death. Because every death is going to be. I'm so sad that when we get to the joke scene, the jokes time, he never said Hades nuts. Nice. I do like when uh, a shoulder when the when the doctor and or when Leandro says that the amulet activates through death. When a shoulder then just goes, Clayton! (laughs) Not now, m'lady, I'm 45 seconds away from beefing it. (laughs) M'lady, I am just two days away from retirement. From this mortal coil. (laughs) That's perfect, Clayton, come on in. Come on in, Clayton. Uh, This is where Leandro breathes fire at the doctor, and a shoulder's like, Don't kill him, I told you under no circumstances. She sprays him with a bottle of water to put the fire out. (laughs) And he says... And he runs away with his tail between his legs. Uh-huh. 
And, it, and then, do you he, think that, then he sees a he sees a fucking cucumber and he like arches his back. <laughs> do you think that Leandro has a primordial pouch? Do you think he's swinging? Yes. Anyway, yes. she's gonna go like I don't know, fucking bonk Clayton over the head, and she's like, "I'm sorry, I'm sicko mode now. You see, I am. I was abandoned by you, and that was pretty fucked up." Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, I think this is, this is another, like, interesting idea where she's like, she's like, you, you always leave every, what she says, oh, I, I live in the world you leave behind. Like, do you ever care about what happens after you leave? And he says, he kind of retorts, uh, like, well, excuse me, I never imagined that your conscience would need constant renewing for the well of human kindness to not run dry or something like that. Yeah. Um, and she says, well, you you saved my life, but you also trapped me in it. Uh, and yeah, he he's like, don't, don't go with Leandro, he's an evil kitty cat man. And she says, well, if he kills me, then maybe that just means it was finally time for me to die. And this is where we hear it for the first time, as some guards run in and they go, Lady me, Lady me! <laughs> we, uh, we went the whole episode without actually hearing another person call her that, so I thought that's what she called mm-hmm. herself. Yeah. Nope. Nope, that's just, uh... Nope. They say that they captured Sam Swift the Quick. He's going to be hanged in the nearby He's town gonna of be... Tyburn in half an hour. She does Arya Stark smirk at the doctor and says, hmm, there we go, ethical now. With... I do I do like this where she, she does kind of troll the doctor because she's like, hey, if he's like a, a guilty man sentenced to death in half an hour, might as well use that then. You can't possibly object to that. And he's like, no, I still do, though. <laughs> what if I told you that his final wish was that he could say a slur? Oh, <laughs> would you deprive would you deprive Sam Swift of his final wish if it lets me travel to outer space <laughs> that's how you make the amulet work you have to oh, say no. you have to say a slur into the amulet and no. then it turns on no that's the a fucking amulet of make a wish <laughs> Um, so then she leaves in her carriage, and then two very funny guards are here, and these are probably also, like, two, uh, up-and-coming British comedians or something, because they're silly as fuck. These are the, these are the same guys, the fucking guys who were, like, Winterfell guards in that one Game of Thrones episode. (laughs) It's all, it's a whole cast reunion. Uh. Yep. Uh. And they're like, we're a double act. We're funny. Uh, the doctor's like, I'm from Scotland Yard. Have they invented that one yet? No? Okay. Uh, and then he... I do like when he shows them, he tries to show them the psychic paper and say that it's a medal that he won in the Battle of Dunbar. And they're they're just like, oh, I we're not interested. Like, tell it to someone who cares. But does the psychic paper, like, transform also? I guess it turns into anything. What if it was just like, here's a picture of a of a, a breast and they'd be like nice <laughs> nobody has ever seen one of these back in the day no one had ever seen one so i'll show you something that'll really blow your mind if he pulls out the psychic paper and they're like whoa what are flavor blasted goldfish i'm gonna go insane at this <laughs> you just they just start eating the paper and their brains melt it's just it's just one of those memes that would kill a victorian child on a piece of paper and they just like fall over and start convulsing Pizza flavor? I don't even know what that is! <laughs> Who the fuck is Baby Gronk? <laughs> Dead. Instantly. So, 
uh, yeah, he did. Did we address that? Uh, they have been told by a shoulder that this is Nightmare's sidekick, the Doctor. Well, it's because Sam Swift fucking blabbed about it, I guess, at some point. Because yeah, the doctor, but that's why they're like holding him. The here. Doctor has already been given his own wanted poster. That's like. Like a funny man leaning out from behind a tree with uh, Peter Capaldi's <laughs> silhouette. <laughs> Description: Freaked up hoodie. Yeah, whatever. It's his hoodie. Question- Freaked up white old <laughs> hoodie? Question mark. Hooded garment? We'll have to. We'll have to investigate this further. No one has ever done some this sort of electric guitar. A, 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 a satanic mandolin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so then the doctor does, uh, just say, I can tell you where, uh, where Lady Me's, uh, money comes from because there's a, there's a, a joke about money, uh, because they say his reward is 20 pounds. There's a 20 pound bounty on his head. And he goes, they oh, want to claim. only that, wait, adjust that for inflation. Did they even have pounds back in 16 times? Um, but- surely not. I mean, we, there's an episode we watched, a classic episode, where uh, Ace has to explain to the doctor, the doctor explains to Ace that... No, no, it was it was Ace explains to the, the that that dirty, stinking grass or whatever. Right, that that they had whatever just, like, was. converted from shillings to pounds, and that they have to fix their money or something. Anyway, it doesn't matter, at patreon.com slash potting bros. Uh, the doctor basically gets freed by means... And then he gets a horse, and then he rides uh, to uh, the. Apparently, when they when they hang you, uh, they give you just like ten minutes to work the crowd. <laughs> yeah. I did not. What do you have to say for yourself in terms of jokes? They ring a and, ding and ding. It's funny because like there's <laughs> this kind of concept, this unwritten concept. Any last jokes? There's this unwritten concept of like the audience approval meter that decides whether it's time for you to die or not because. <laughs> Because uh, he starts telling, like, dick jokes, and he's like, I... Yeah, I've got a bunch of them written down. I've he's like, love the, people the executioner here is new. I had to show him the ropes. Don't worry, buddy, you'll get the hang of it. And then yuck, he yuck, says... Yuck. Then he's like, I love all the people of this town. Someday... No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. He says, someday, people will say, Sam Swift the Quick? Yeah, he was well hung. No, you can't. You'll, you'll destabilize the time stream with this advanced I humor. didn't know they were allowed to say that on Doctor Who. This is a show for babies. Uh, and then he starts talking about uh, how he's, like, fucked all the women in this town, but he doesn't know their names. And they are they are loving it, by the way. They are fucking well, clapping and laughing. He says, like, oh, I've bedded half the women here. Not that I remember any of your names. And everyone's like, boo, boo hang him. Wait, no, but wait, then he, wait. Ugh, then ugh. he just tells another joke, and they're like, okay, yeah, all right. Is it, is it like <laughs> the, the cane coming off from the side of the stage when it's a noose, and it's like, uh-oh, wait, I gotta, I gotta win him over. The vaudeville noose. Wait, I can do some impressions. Uh, hey, Oliver Cromwell, am I right? I've never seen a comedian win back over a crowd that is actively booing him before. <laughs> they're very, I mean, it was... This is 1600s. It's like you suck. What uh, I got one a big joke? Dick. Okay, no, no, that's this all is right. Back in yeah, the okay, day where a, a a fucking juggler could like absolutely destroy people. Like it wasn't hard back then. What else are they gonna do? <laughs> like push a wheelbarrow around all day long? This is the Leandro most, yeah. is here. Leandro's. He's wearing a robe and nobody noticed. 
Nobody notices his giant and then he's just like <laughs> sticking out of it. Roar! Nyah! Kill him! Bring him now! <laughs> Kill him right now! Kill him right now! Kill him now! Kill him now! That's what he said! <laughs> um, yeah, and everyone's like, yeah, that kitty cat man has the right idea. Let's, let's hang out. Wait, 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 wait. He, tell, one more he tells another joke, and they're like, okay, yeah, that one looks <laughs> great. And then the doctor shows up on his horse, and he's like, "It's time for me to join in jokes." And he earlier said no puns, but he's got to he's got to develop as a character into a man who makes puns. Uh, and they're doing like <laughs> nose jokes at each other. They got they got great comedic chemistry though, because the doctor is not a part of this. But but Sam the Swift the Swift goes Sam Smith. Sam Smith the Smith goes doctor doctor. I'm a robber. And the doctor looks around and thinks about it for a second. He goes, "Well." Have you taken anything for it? And the crowd goes fucking nuts. That's really weird because this is before they had invented medicine. So it's like, what are they even? (laughs) What are they? Before they had doctors. You should have said like, have you leached it? Have you? Have Have I? Have I cut off your leg yet? (laughs) Put any leeches on you for it? Dude, I've never heard of that before. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> when does the when does Sam Swift? Wait, the wait, quick... sorry. What were you saying? Oh, sorry. I was gonna say, had they invented grinding up uh, mummies and then ingesting those at this point? I don't remember when that was. When does Sam Swift the quick pull out his Jeff Dunham racism puppets? Uh, the whole oh, time. Yeah. But anyway, so he a shoulder one. shows up somewhere in here and like pays the hangman to just get get a move on, which he doesn't. By the way, the hangman is. But... Also in on the jokes, he loves it. Yeah. Well, he uh, Sam Swift the Swift goes. Hey, which one of you lovely ladies should be the last one I kiss? And all the women start yelling because they like it now. Yeah, they, they like, like it now. Him. They go, "Me, you're me, so funny." Me. And he goes, "Well, you heard him, lady me." Uh, yeah. once again, it's really She she kisses him and this is where I did have to google how old uh, Maisie Williams was at the time. Is any off DBY's favorite? This age? guy's like 40 and she was 18. And I don't know why they included this in the episode. I don't like it. It felt bad. Um and then <laughs> Just all the all the fucking TV writers and producers in the world are like just looking at their watches, like, oh my god, when is she eighteen? When can we start making her kiss old man? And then yeah. the doctor walks up to the hangman and he says, he, he pulls out a psychic paper, which which two psychic papers in an episode is like a record. He never fucking uses yeah. this thing, and he's like, I've got a I've got a pardon from Oliver Cromwell himself. Let this man go, and everyone's like, yeah. Wait, well, no, 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 who's no, no, gonna no. die? So the hangman, first of all, he's like, well, this checks out, alright, that's it. But the crowd is like, we need a person to we die. came here to see someone hang, hang the doctor, hang the doctor. And Ashilda is just like, actually, fuck this. And she just, she just kills. jams the Eye of Hades onto Sam's chest and it just starts sucking his life and force away and it, opens a portal in the sky. And everyone's like, well, that's alright then, I suppose. <laughs> Listen, when you lived in 1600s, you were desperate for entertainment. Sometimes that came in the form of public hangings, and sometimes that came in the form of an alien invasion. It just gives you something to do. Right, this is the most entertaining day of these people's lives. <laughs> the, which, which, who are we which, to judge? The thing that happens is a space hole opens up to another planet, and then the Leonians start blasting, and... Uh, yes, because Leandro, first of all, he does start breathing fire at the crowd. Just in but delight. the doctor says, "You, this was a huge mistake, Ashilder. Doors go both ways, and it looks like Leandro betrayed you. And she confronts him. She's like, you said you were the last of your people. You said we would escape. And he says, you'll escape, right? You'll escape, all right? In death. Also, my wife was alive the whole time. I lied. 
Yeah, and everyone starts getting shot with space lasers. They're fine, though. Um, They're fine. Speaking of, I know we've mentioned uh, Kylex, my beloved character, Tom Foss, that rigged a bomb in a character's brain that exploded if she asked the question. <laughs> I think that the Leonians did that to, to Leandro, too. Uh, we'll get to it later, but something very funny happens to him. Um, hmm. And then... Uh, she says, a shielder sees the consequences of her actions and she says, oops, I shouldn't have done that. Uh, I feel bad about that. And then the doctor says, you've but, done it. You did it. Yeah, this is, this is what's important is that she's, she's like screaming at the spaceships in outer space to stop. It's like when John Snow, uh, from, uh, yells at a dragon's head to make him stop. He just yells yeah, at a and dragon. And she's like, please, they're defenseless. And then she goes, oh my god, I care about them. No. Cringe. And the doctor's like, ah, yeah, that's how they all get All of a to sudden she cares. Welcome back to empathy, you piece of all shit. All of a sudden she cares because her way off of Earth turned out to be fake, and now she can't leave, and now she has a reason to care. So then she uh, gives uh, Sam Swift the starburst that makes you live forever. They reverse the polarity of him die. <laughs> How did you and save the, him? The, the gem stops working. And it's stuck on him, I think, forever? I couldn't tell. It. I think that the way it works is it slurps into your head through the forehead. Like oh, no, no, on. no. I'm not talking about the life, the lifesaver. Haha. Um, I'm talking about the gem, which I think is just now embedded in his chest. Oh. I don't remember if we see what happens to it. I don't know. It's just a cool new thing that's going on with him. And then, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then, but then when the portal closes, Leandra's like, God damn it, they'll kill me. And then he just fucking disintegrates. Yeah, he says, my people will destroy me for my failure. This is what's amazing, though, is we do see, it's really quick, but he does get shot with a laser from space. Oh, they snipes yep. him. Yeah, the the Leonians are like, we can't we can't hit shit, but with with the portal closing, we're like, oh fuck, this is our we last chance his ass. to punish Leandro. Rested. <laughs> we'll use all of our aiming skills that we've got, <laughs> and that's how Leandro crossed the Rainbow Bridge. Oh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Yep. And then they and then they buried him in a shoebox. They bury him. Ne- they bury him next. <laughs> they bury him next to Captain Ron. <laughs> <laughs> um they 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 found the 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 fa- the guy that the face of Bo used to be the face of and they found one of his old shoe boxes to have a shoe box big enough. <laughs> oh, oh, the face of Bo is a big 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 man and then they put his head in the jar. I see. Yeah, he was he, he was, was huge. he was the guy named Bo and then his he face fell off. He was a giant man jar. named Bo. <laughs> I don't know. Cut, cut his head off. How the hell should I know? <laughs> I always assumed that the head got big. I don't know. I really don't have any fucking clue what's going on with the face of Bill. <laughs> I just know. I just never assumed that there was more, the rest of him. <laughs> but you know what's good? Yeah, what's good it is when you are a medieval peasant in the village of Tyburn. That's it. Uh, like you said, the only entertainment is hangings and space invasions. So they wanted to see a hanging. They got a space invasion. They're, They're cool with it. It's an even, it's yeah. Swift, the Swift ex- wakes up and the crowd is like, that's fine. Equivalent exchange. We love it. We Yay. had our fun for today. We have our new town fool. And then they all start throwing tomatoes We got a stand-up him. show and we all got shot at with lasers. That's awesome. They all go to the pub uh, where they celebrate Sam's uh, full pardon of all of his crimes. It's not really clear Woo. if he's just going to go right back to highway manning and then get hanged like yep, next probably. week. Probably. Um, 
He he goes. He is now the village's new husband. He, he marries all the women <laughs> in the village, and he cucks all their husbands. And then he tells Yay. he tells jokes, and every they all day. love it. They all love it. He tells he does just stand up in the <laughs> until he gets canceled for saying something horrible later uh, that day. <laughs> uh, um, and they he goes off to get more drinks, and uh, the doctor wonders if he's immortal now. But they said that because. The Eye of Hades was sucking him dead, that it sucked away immortality, but also she says, uh, a shielder says that she doesn't know if that's true, and that she might be wrong. Yeah, he basically says they, they probably cancel each other out. No, no, it's the, it's the doctor. He just, he just kind of, like, runs out of steam. He's like, yeah, you know, it'll re- reverse the polarity, and he, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I can't I'm keep tired of writing. <laughs> hey, I don't know. I just changed my mind. Authors know I'm tired of writing this episode. I want it to be over. <laughs> I do like. I do think it is funny though. It's 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 kind of an ass pull, but it is funny. There have been so many stupid ways that people could become immortal over the course of this show that the doctor's just like, I don't know, man. Maybe this is one of those that works like that. I don't. Whatever. We're gonna find Sam Swift. <laughs> it works however it works. I don't. He'll he'll die Sam or he won't. Smith, <laughs> Sam Smith. I said it on accident, not on purpose. Sam Swift in eight hundred or in like well four hundred years or whatever. Uh, has honed his comedy craft to a razor's edge, and he's now right, the and funniest now he's, man. Now he's known as Rufus Hound. <laughs> he's the funniest man who ever lived. He can kill with a single with a single well placed joke. That's how funny he is. Uh, Did we mention that he doesn't remember anything after the doctor showed up? No, he doesn't remember. It. Uh, he doesn't. Yeah. He was the only one who didn't get to experience the alien invasion, and I feel very bad for him. <laughs> he's so he's bored. So- <laughs> Um, and then they talk about, about, uh, about life is precious. They talk about how... Yeah, he said, he says, that's the reason that I really can't take you with me is that we, the last thing we, like, immortal aliens need is each other. We need the, the quote unquote mayfly. Is that what you think of Leela, you fuck? We, we need the, the puny humans. Is that what you think of Leela? Is that what you think of Ace? Fuck you. You think they're mayflies? Fuck you. I hate you. Well, that was her words. He's just calling back to what she said. He's calling all of his friends fucking bugs that die in a second to him. But I mean, I I get what he's saying. He's like, it it would be easy if we never spend any time with them to forget that their lives have value and meaning. So that's why we need to... We need to take Stay them on them cool. And we need to take them on cool adventures, other. and if they die, what's the point? They would die anyway, in like a second to us. I do like the line where he's like, "When I looked in your eyes, I saw my worst fears for myself." That was that, that, was, was, that was a good line. That was That's fine. why he said, "I didn't want to take you with me because you give me bad vibes." But this is <laughs> this is where I got mad because he's like, you know, I actually did travel with another immortal once, and all of us Romana knowers are like, "Uh huh, uh huh." Captain Jack Harkness. Fuck you. Okay, to be fair, to give the... To be fair, I feel like Romana's a little bit different, just because she's also a Time Lord, and, like, they're... Uh-huh, they're, uh-huh, okay, yeah, and uh, did City of Death mean nothing to him? <laughs> it meant a lot to me. I once met a man who was so lonely that he made the Mona Lisa happen so he could sell it to the people that he created to make a time machine <laughs> so he could go back and fix his mistake. Patreon.com slash <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a line here where he's like i don't know you might call you might cross paths with jack there's eventually. no fucking way that they're bringing back they keep making it seem like they're gonna bring back macy williams never it'll never happen 
No way. No, she's... Hmm? Did, did you not watch the end of the episode? I saw the end of the episode, but does that mean that they're going to bring her back on the show, or is that just a nod like she's still around? I got the vibe that she's, like, the season-long story. No, oh, maybe. I don't think so. I don't no, think this they're was paying like, for when Macy. did this episode come out? Exactly. Yeah, she was on the biggest show. I don't that, know. She was on I think I think we'll show. see her again, and not just in The Girl Who Died. They don't have, she doesn't have time to film this show. She's too busy fighting in the Battle of Winterfell that you can't fucking see. She, <laughs> she has a lot of tummy tea to make, Sam. Yeah. She's, I, I didn't see that episode. She's busy yeah, fighting nobody in the did, long Sam. night that nobody they filmed did. for two years. Hey, ooh, ha, ha. hey! Yeah. She's busy doing stealth. She's busy doing uh, Legend of Zelda stealth sequence. Anyway, uh, then she they kind of have this moment where she's like, "I'm." Uh, she says, "Like, uh, what does she say? I'll look after the people you need behind, Doctor." I I really couldn't tell what the she's vibe like of this being, was supposed to yeah. be. I was like, is she, like, threatening to And then she Clara? says this fucking true friend stab you in the front-ass line. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, are you my enemy now? And she's like, no, because friends are the ones you have to watch out for. <laughs> so stupid. Um, and then, uh... But, oh yeah, this is her ominous last line is he's like, I'm glad I saved you. And she says, I think everyone will be. And then he goes and shreds his fucking guitar. He's, <laughs> He's so badass. I'm imagining the doctor being like, the doctor sending that iconic Xbox Live message where he's like, so, yeah, you're gay. And then he starts playing Enter Sandman. He's playing in the worst you've ever heard. Clara walks in and she... Uh, She's like, hi, I'm in this episode, too, uh, by the way. I have to stand in my truth here, Jordan. You were happy to see Clara. I never thought, I'd, happy see, I never thought I'd see the day. I was happy to see her. I was also happy to see Clara. Uh, I was like, they've got a good dynamic, finally. It kind of feels like... I mean, Clara is not always my favorite. Well, sorry, let me rephrase that, because that makes it sound like sometimes she is my favorite, and that's not true. <laughs> Clara isn't always like... 99% of the time she's my favorite, but... <laughs> Clara is like... Usually she's she's fine. Sometimes she's good. I think that, I think really what happened, uh, and all the Clara likers are like nodding their head, is that her introduction was just like they made her the. It was uh, I don't hate Clara Oswald. I hate Clara Oswin or whatever her name was. The from uh, whatever the, the snowmen. The, the introduction mm. of this character was just like, what if we made the worst fucking person you ever met? Right. Our, the first two episodes we saw with her in them were some of the most annoying episodes of the entire and show. And she was being <laughs> incredibly annoying in them as well. That we've seen. Uh, she said the TARDIS was smaller on the outside. Do you get it? But anyway, uh. yeah, now that she's like a regular presence, it's just like, oh, there's Clara. And she comes in and she's like... uh my seven, my seventh years are so good at Taekwondo now. Uh, and there's a lot of like funny lines of the doctor just saying weird shit where she's like, doctor, I have a present for you. And he goes, why am I ill? Uh-huh. Uh, and the present, she says, she does say that it's a bad present. 
Yeah, she's like, it's not a good present. Uh-huh. Apparently what happened... And she, she says it's a selfie of one of her students, and he's like, oh, you're I right. I love that apparently <laughs> one of the things the Doctor does, because this is the second time we've like seen it happen directly, besides the episode where uh, where Clara elected to kill all those children, uh, the, the Doctor will sometimes just take one of Clara's kids and put them on the TARDIS and take them somewhere... Or something. We don't really know. That it kind of made there. it sound like uh, this child had to do a report about Winston Churchill. An imaginary interview about Winston yeah, yeah, Churchill, yeah. his good friend. And then he took her to just meet Winston Churchill and interview him. Yeah, he said... <laughs> she says, you basically helped her cheat. And the doctor says, that was her fault, not mine. She should have stressed that it was imaginary. I, it's funny. I like... I like I think when the doctor is faced with these human children and it really emphasizes how alien I think he that is. The doctor, I like how alien I think the, the doctor, doctor and Clara. Is. I think specific I think okay, I think that Matt Smith doctor and Clara have a rancid dynamic and I think that uh 12th doctor and Clara have a very entertaining dynamic. Except for in the episodes where they're just clearly reusing a Matt Smith script. <laughs> also <laughs> written by Mark Gatiss, my fucking Mark enemy Gatiss. who I hate the most of all. <laughs> um but anyway the prize the present that the child got him was a selfie uh and which the doctor does admit is a terrible present and then i like i like the moment that she says the present is a selfie he just turns and walks away this is the most fucking <laughs> uh it's fucking oh my god this is such a game of thrones moment which is just aria stark fucking smirking in the background like this is <laughs> Literally, oh, it was Sansa who did the smirk when she watched a man get ripped apart by wild dogs and she loved it. But no, this is Arya being like, eh, I'm no one. But it's, I am little, finger. but it's, but it's a shielder and she's, I, I guess following Clara, I don't really understand. This is what I would say is, yeah, I, I get why you're like, oh, it's just like a wink, like she's still around. But I, I think she might be trying to murder Clara. So she can become the new companion? Maybe. Maybe. Um, and then the doctor... Or maybe, or maybe it's gonna be that she, like, confronts Clara and, like, tries to, tries to, like, ruin the doctor's life by being like, you should, like, stop going, like, try, trying to, like, drive a wedge between uh-huh. them. Or maybe try but to drive a wedge like, into her But is she gonna, like, pull a and, and, like, make the doctor hate Clara by, like, having better <laughs> table manners and being better at punching? I don't know what you're talking about. Ever since that would be really funny. Immortal, this is literally like, but honestly, the thing about Doctor Hub that's like the most stressful for me is that be, I've said this so many times, but besides one companion, I have no fucking memory or knowledge of what happens to any of them. So, like, what? Like, <laughs> God, I hope Clara just is like, I'm done. I gotta, I gotta stop now, and not like, I don't want to see all these characters. I don't want to see Clara I die. I don't want to. I'm like, really don't want to see fucking. Graham and Ryan beef it. That would be really upsetting to me. I would love it if if Clara's story ends with her saying, "Okay, I'm satisfied. I want to just settle down with my my dear boyfriend Danny." So Pink. Could, that Danny would be Pink a fine has ending given for me Clara. All the excitement I need when he does a backflip for me once a day at my request. He he gives me one free <laughs> backflip whenever I ask. And I think I think that the companions don't need to die because I think it's totally legit to just end it on like, and you know what. If if the time ever comes that we want to go on an adventure together, but every I'll time still the doctor here. like thinks about his old companions, he goes, ooh, ooh. right? He's just like dead, his dead, dead, dead. <laughs> He's looking dead. through his, his like fucking precious memories uh, on his Facebook memories come up, and it's just all of his friends <laughs> who died at Leela's head falling <laughs> off. 
<laughs> when the big, Rose getting stomped on the by big, a giant the Cyberman. Big deck at Aqua collapsed and Leela's head fell off. Sorry, I, 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 I think you should leave. Seasons are like a new manifestation of mental illness whenever they whenever they come out. <laughs> In more ways than mm-hmm. one. Uh, and that's the end of the episode. Uh, did you watch the next time on? Because I always forget that those happen. I did. Did you, Roy? Wait, um, I, did. I did. I don't I did. remember it. it because it was the oh, wait, return no, yeah, of Clara okay. Oswin. Os- no, 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 not Clara. It's, what's her name? Os- Doctor Osgood. Osgood, and, the the and scientist the, from and Unit. the Zygons from uh from Day of the Doctor. Were Day of the here. Doctor. I couldn't believe that that special was between series seven and eight. We are like in the back half of series nine, and they're bringing back the Zygons. And apparently, there's like twenty million of them on Earth, and anyone could be a Zygon. Yeah, and Osgood is like, I've been kidnapped by Zygons. They're, the Zygons are like, we will begin the war now. Remember when, like, remember when, like. They stopped the Zygons from being there by making everyone forget, and then they were like, ah, through the power of a new perspective, we will no longer be at war with you. And then they said- Through Kylix Y's unique perspective. <laughs> we brought Kylix Y in to help negotiate a peace treaty between Zygons, and I'm telling you, Kyle would be a great companion uh, for the Doctor, with his unique- I mean, he'd be a great companion for anyone. <laughs> That's true. You can't die. He'll just hug you better. <laughs> Not a great. Com- what did everyone not think a, of not this a great companion for Amanda? Con- just closing like, thoughts. Uh, weird. Uh, I mean, I know it's a second part of a two-parter, but like, I feel like I got the whole picture, and it was just a weird episode. Weird dialogue. Uh, it felt like deeply unconcerned with its own time period that it was in. Like they were just not yeah. even remotely gave a shit about like any of the things that maybe would be a a problem in the 1600s for anybody is just like, yep, we're here and they're all wearing the costumes, but also they're all making jokes like it's Shrek. They're all getting Starbucks. <laughs> um, Donkey. And also, Donkey. I really, I have a, like a big pet peeve when, when a TV show has an actor, guest actor on and they just make them play the character that they made, played in the show they're famous for and that's very much what I was getting from from me, from Eshilder, yeah. is that it was just Arya Stark uh, being epic and smirking and killing people and doing stunts. Uh-huh. I didn't like it particularly, but uh, it was fine. It was a fine episode. Letter grade? Uh, I give it like a. I, I man, I need to like look at my review score so I don't like it to break the scale. <laughs> but I'd give it like a. If only there was a spreadsheet. Full I'd of them. give it like a <laughs> C minus. Roy. Yeah, I mean, I don't have really a whole lot to compare it to, um, other than, like I said at the very beginning, clips from the Age Bomber Guy video. Um, yeah, how does it hold up against the gifts? Uh, I mean, it gives me like more material to work with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow like more substance better. than the gifts had. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's like, what do I say other than what, what Jordan said? It's It's very, like... There was so much of it that was very cringe and just kind of, like, not my shit. Um, it's very funny to see a kitty man, though. God, the kitty man very... was so funny that he just didn't do shit, and then he died. It was so funny. Uh, I also think it was very funny to see a guy in a nightcap and nightgown and candlestick and a gun. Um, big Can't fan of my that, heart. so... That definitely bumps up a full letter grade for me. Yeah, absolutely. I give this, so a, I give this a Z, 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 Z. <laughs> <laughs> I think that this episode it 
it had ideas that I thought were cool. It didn't really execute on them at all. There was a cool Lion Man, but he was like the least relevant part of the entire episode. So I give it a C plus for there's a cat and it's not very good. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> but yeah, it, you know, I've I've had a worse time watching Doctor Who, but I've certainly had a much better time. Uh, this I, I I did look at the stats. I believe this is the fifth episode that we have seen credited to a woman writer uh, hmm. of fifteen total oh, in wow. the we're modern almost, era. Yeah. We're almost, we're so we've seen a third of the episodes that women wrote. Hmm. Hmm. Very good. Very cool, Doctor Who. Um, very, very good. It's time for the famous jingle that we do every time. Let's. I miss that segment so much. It's time for the companion awards. There wasn't a companion in this episode, really. I mean, oh right, I always think that that's going to be Witch Doctor. It's companion awards. We have we have no awards to give. Uh, well, we have no companions, uh, but, you know, there are people in this episode. Um, so we have a couple awards to give out. I think that, first of all, did anyone win? I don't think anyone won the Sarah Jane Award for Companion Initiative. Do you agree? There's, uh, Clara took the initiative of having a day job. <laughs> She's really bootstrapping <laughs> herself. Um, did anyone win the Danny Pink Award for Six Stunts and Flips? Not really. Did anyone? No, I mean, <laughs> Did it, I was gonna say a candle didn't even get chopped in half, and there was a candle. There was a candle. She could have done it. She could have like shot the candle out, and then I'm just, sorry. Do you want it to just be Arya Stark or not? Uh, only, That's what they're trying to do. Um, I don't know what year that. Maybe maybe that hadn't true, happened true, yet. True. They hadn't come up with sl- slashing That's a candle true. to put Did it out. Did anybody win the Medal of Mickey for eating shit in a very funny way? Sam Swift the Quick did, but then he had uh, I it retroactively give, I taken away from I want to give the Medal of Mickey, uh, pin it on the big floof, pin it right to the primordial pouch of uh, of Leandro for getting blasted. <laughs> oh, that's right, he did die. I I feel like we can't give it to antagonists. I don't think he was very he much of an antagonist. He died in a really funny way, though. <laughs> I don't. I barely view Leandro as an antagonist. You know how he died? He died like in Fallout Four when you incinerate someone with a laser weapon, and they just turn to a pile of ash, and you just see their head like <laughs> fall into the pile, then disappear. Fine, I can't give it to Leandro. Did anyone else eat shit in this episode? Not really. Um, and then just the peasants, because that's just yeah. what they always do. We at have the, time. the Leela Cross for racking up a high kill count. Nobody was killed in this nah. episode. No awards. Zero awards. No awards. That Wait, means it's a bad that episode. Means, Is that how it works? Don't we give out gold stars? Yeah. Don't we give out gold stars now? Like a uh, Jody Whittaker was uh, uh, the. Thir- we talked about that, but what was that? It was that the thirteenth Doctor <laughs> gave out gold stars to her companions. Right, but like, what do we give them um, for? <laughs> it's just no one was doing anything we like. I give Leandra a gold star for being so funny. And I'm putting a sticker give, on a key I give Evie a gold star for crazy. her great report on Winston Churchill. <laughs> um, all right, now it's time. Just kidding, I'm doing that to fuck with you. It's the jingle, our beloved jingle for our our favorite segment, Witch Doctor, where we ask the ask very nicely for the algorithm to give us what we want, and then it never does, and then it gives us more more of what we don't want. Sam, what do you which doctor uh, do you want to see? 
Um, I think the odds are in my favor because I I'd like to see a tenant, and he's he's our highest chance. We've still got a about a twenty eight percent chance. It's tenant. a twenty eight percent chance, so I think it's time to play Donna's Gambit again. Uh, tenant, give me Donna, <laughs> give me Donna, please, give me Donna, but give me like a good Donna episode because I feel like there's some that are. Roy, do you have Roy, any do you know, on what Do you we know the watch? names of of the actors who play the Doctor, or can you give us? I do. Okay, cool. Which one do you want to see next week for us? Um... I guess. Mm. Hold on, let me let me pull up the the. the There's Eckelman, Tennant, um, Smith, Cap- uh, P- Truman Capote, and Jody Whittaker. Whittaker, the you. first French <laughs> to play the Doctor. Uh, I think I want to see I want to see Eccleston because I I I think about uh, idiot hat a lot, and that's all I know about him. I love. Oh my god, that post that was going around that was like, my friend was watching uh, Doctor Who for the first time and sent me this, it was like, is this real? <laughs> and it's the doctor in front of like a weird green screen lightning background kill saying, yourself. kill yourself. <laughs> See, I love I love Christopher um, Eccleston. The problem with, with when we roll Eccleston episodes is that we have is we have ten left forever, and I, I want to really disperse those neatly i i do i i do want to say we shouldn't well you you're the one who does it you should stop saying that jodie whittaker is a french woman who played the doctor because i did learn i was watching an interview with her where she talked about her hometown which was uh, destroyed nicknamed the people who live in her hometown call the the town chat and the the women who are from chat call themselves Shat lasses. So she says, "I'm a shat shitter." So she's the first shat lass. She's doctor. a shitter, and she's from France. Uh, shat was in France. Her name is Jodie, and she's a uh, uh, the first French woman to play the Doctor. Thank you. Uh, okay, roll I, the fucking thing. Give me, give, give me Donna. Oh, oh, Ooh, we got oh. a tenant. This is okay. series two, episode eight, "The Impossible Planet." I Part- am so one hundred percent sure we've watched an episode called that before, but that's just because that's how they titled these fucking episodes. Come on. This Come is on. a part one. On. Oh, this is the first part of the Satan Pit. Oh! Ooh, that means no Donna, but that doesn't mean that we get to see the slaves that they're going to kill. Is this our first time completing a two-parter? I think it might be our first two-parter? time completing a two-parter. No, not including the classics. I think it is a first time completing a two-parter. I think it might nice. just be. Hmm. Uh, I'm looking at the list. Yeah, that we have not completed a well, two-parter that's before. exciting. We've done it on the classic, which I think is maybe even less likely, but damn. All right, that's I'm exciting. Looking, I'm, I'm looking, looking forward on, real to quick, it. Real quick, real quick, I need to look. I need to look at what episodes I gave this uh, the same rating to. I've I gave uh, <laughs> yeah. I gave Let's Kill Hitler a C minus. <laughs> Did I like this episode as much as I liked Let's Kill Hitler and Praxius? Ooh, yeah, I think that's about right. That feels about right to me. This is a real C minus. I I gave it a C plus, which is the same as I gave Flesh and Stone. <laughs> And Legend of the Sea Devils. I think that's about yeah. right. I think that's about they right. They worked really hard on that one, though. Legend of the Sea Devils. Yeah. All very right. good. Well. Well. Yeah. Uh, Roy, thank Great. you very much for joining us. Uh, can you tell our uh, wonderful listeners where uh, they can find you and your goings on? Yeah. Uh, but first off, thank you for having me. Uh, good to good to podcast with you guys again. Uh, uh, it's been a while. I, been a minute. Um, I am on Twitter, unfortunately, at underscore Benui underscore. I am on Tumblr at... What the fuck is my Tumblr? Is it... Am I on Tumblr at Lopnui? 
Yes. Um, <laughs> um, and I have podcasts. I'm on um, Sicko and Ebert with Janosch. I'm on uh, Zato Trap House, which is about Guilty Gear from the perspective of two people who are never going to play any of the games in the Guilty Gear <laughs> franchise. Um, you, just, us- you just finished uh, uh, Sicko and Ebert season, right? Uh, we're in the middle of the one. Middle. We're kind of trying to... So we were doing Andrew Dice Clay, and then we realized that he's not as much of a sicko as we had hoped. So we're kind of <laughs> changing changing directions and going with the director of the second Andrew Dice Clay movie that we that we watched. Um, and we're just having trouble uh, coordinating when to record next. So mm-hmm. so that's what we're doing right now. Uh, allegedly, I have other podcasts. Who fucking cares? Um, that's what I do. I still recommend that everyone go back and listen to the Nightmare and Era episodes that I was on. I think so, too. I've been thinking about resurrecting Nightmare about and Era. I, I, I miss Nightmare and Era. Multiple Jeffs the killer. Many Jeffs. I mean, I would I would return in a heartbeat, just so you know. I would love that. Jordan, in a, in I never, a hyper-realistic I never got to... heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, hyper-realistic heartbeat. I, I, I never got to have Jordan on, which is sad. Yeah, I was sad about that, but you know. Yeah. We were both on uh, Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses also. Yeah, which I need to bring back. I One of these days. Hey, Fallon. Uh, when are we doing Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses again? It better be soon. It better be soon. We just got the one episode. Hi, Fallon. I know. And then a bunch of other shit. Yeah, a bunch of chapters. Soon. Yeah, soon. Azu. Uh, yeah. <laughs> one of these days. You heard it here, folks. Yep. Fallon was here the whole time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> they were confirmed for everybody who was wondering. Sam? Where are you on the line? Hi. Uh, I'm on co-host at Positive Stress. You can listen to my other podcast, Sounds About Light, where we are still talking about Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. We have now met Aqua, and uh, unfortunately, the fairy godmother did jump in at the last minute to prevent her from murdering Cinderella's stepfamily. <laughs> Damn. That's sad. Close call. You can find me on... It was almost a good almost game. Almost a good game. If Aqua had killed the mean stepsisters... Yeah, but then the Green Goblin killed them. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, you'll have to listen to the podcast uh, yeah. to find out, or play the video game, because that is what happens. <laughs> uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter, unfortunately, at Bradifus Rex. You can find me on Tumblr, fortunately, at uh, Kiwami Breakfast. Uh, you can listen to my other podcast, Kamaracha Radio, which I'm recording, I think, I think I'm recording that on Monday, so we can finish off Tandy Mora's chapters and try to get Yakuza 4 done sometime this year. Um, <laughs> uh, is there anything else? No? Not really? No? Oh, I did have two things I wanted to say. First of all, Roy, uh, yeah. I don't use Twitter anymore, so whenever I do log in, it's on the Potting Bros Twitter account. Uh, also, we're on co-host at Dr. Huh? And Twitter at Potting Bros, I forgot. Uh, and Tumblr, whenever and Tumblr I log at Dr. On, huh? And Tumblr at Dr. Huh? Whenever I log on to, to the Potting Bros account... I, I guess, like, all of the, like, podcast accounts that I follow on there are, like, inactive, so yours are the only tweets that I ever see anymore. <laughs> so I just log into like, post an episode, and I'm just like, let's catch up on what Roy's up to lately. <laughs> this is the Roy. Well, this nice. is, I know that Elon Musk wants it to be X. It's the Roy it's the app. app. Yeah, it's, it's, the, the Roy it's the Roy app. That's the app for seeing what Roy does. And yeah. for voting. I, I am oh, developing I my own Roy and app. And voting so for name of, the, name of the season. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, oh shit, I had a second thing I was going to say, and it is gone. So, uh, we are on patreon.com slash potting bros, where, 
Uh, $1 gets you access to all of our bonus content. It also gets you a mildly special Discord role marking you as a friend of the show. Oh, oh we wait, will be... <sighs> This isn't Kyle X. Why? We will be uh, recording another bonus episode soon on the second half of the four-parter. I, You know what I mean. Uh, the Android Invasion, which is... Oh, yeah! I was going to ask you later what we... I completely forgot what we were watching. Yeah, we're just finishing that one. <laughs> That's it. Uh, oh, I remember... I, I hate to interrupt the Patreon thing, but I remember what I was going to say. Uh, since our, our recording schedule is changing, I'm, this episode, you might have found that it went up on a different day than usual. That's, if it did, that's just the day it is from now on. Enjoy. Okay. Anyway, $5 gets you a pretty special discord. We're marking you as a companion of the show. You get a shout out on the podcast and you can send in a message that will read in one of our funny voices. $10 gets you all that plus an incredibly special discord. We're marking you as an honorary member of house D'Souza me. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> House me, Sousa. House me, Scoozy. <laughs> uh, which lets you listen to the podcast live while we record it whenever the fuck that is. And also we'll clap for you when we shout you out. Shout out to our 5 and $10 subscribers. Roy, hi, Roy. Stephanie hi. Bolding, Stephanie Karen, Tasty Sea Sponge, and House me, Sousa, Cassidy, Destry Hawk, HK, and Sauceworks. Flying off in my bus. Uh, we don't have any messages. Sorry, no. everyone. You gotta send them in or we won't have them. Oh, well. No. Thanks. Uh, we're hosted on Noise Space where you can listen to other podcasts. Pot of Greed? Like real, Forward real, Forward ReZero. Real Pot of Greed? <laughs> check out this guy. Oh, yeah. Check out this guy. <laughs> um, which is a podcast about OCs. Uh, I ranted about Lost for about ten minutes today at Lauren, so listen to the Island Shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> What were you? What was it, what was specifically the topic of your rant? Oh, we were just talking about how apparently, like, there was a lot of racism behind the scenes and also in front of the scenes, mm. uh, and how the character of Michael was basically ruined because of racism. Mm. Pretty great, pretty cool show. Yeah, thanks, thanks Lost. Lost. Anything else? Um, well, there is one thing. Do we make the guests do this? Um. I believe what happened is the last time we had a guest, uh, Ironic has just offered, offered to, do, to do, it. do it. So I think that now our tradition is that um, the guest has the privilege. Roy has to offer no, to do it. No, <laughs> Roy has, by being on the podcast, has already offered to read the Doctor's Prayer. The Doctor's Prayer? Roar, Roy, Roar? That's what your li- uh, lion name would be, Roar. Um, yeah. Roy, um... Sam is going to probably send you some some very beautiful text, and I want you to make sure that um, you read it with all the gravity it deserves. Alright. Alright. Give me a second. (sighs) May your life flow like a river. May your days smell sweet as a rose. May your nights be- This is fucking (laughs) suck. No! May your nights be calm and still as a pond. I- Alright. You're not May supposed you... to say that when you pray. What's <laughs> <laughs> like that thy god my god who are in heaven I'm not a Christian, I don't know this. Hallowed be thy Yes, what the fuck is this bullshit? <laughs> I never went to church. I was not raised religious. Um I like Jordan that you did you did that with a Christian prayer because you knew that if you besmirched a Jewish prayer you would go to hell with uh-huh. <laughs> God who does art in heaven. Yeah, uh, uh, should I start over? Yeah, start like over. I'm... And don't okay. blaspheme, please. <laughs> it's so <laughs> surreal to hear someone who isn't me read this. <laughs> uh, okay, let me put my, my Christianity voice on. 
Um, uh, uh, may your life flow like a river. May your day smell sweet as a rose. May your nights be calm and still as a pond. May you be as lucky as an ace in a game of black capital J. Jack Harkness. Harkness. Parentheses. Harkness. May Dan the nice man <laughs> smile upon you. Smile nicely upon you. May Clara make a clever souffle. And may the doctor light your path through time. Excelsior! God, it Excellent. makes me so emotional when I hear it from somebody. You're so happy me. you don't have I'm to. I'm crying read right it. now. Yeah, thank you. Saluting. <laughs> Dr. Right. Bye. I'm weeping with joy at not having to read Dr. it. Dr. Bye. <laughs> Dr. Bye. Dr. Bye. Dr. Bye.